Welcome to We Love Your Vision, a podcast in which we discuss all things your vision. My name is Christine and with me is Rory. And in today's episode we are ranking, of course. Yeah, hey all you cool cats and kittens, we are continuing <laughs> with our ranking of the songs of 2020 and we're getting, we're in the third or four episodes, so we're getting near the top now. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'm quite excited about this episode. Uh-huh. Because, yeah, it's not like our favourite songs, but they're like really good songs. Yes. There's like... Some of these songs, it's like painful to me that they haven't made it to the very top, but you have to pick and choose. I mean, yeah, there's probably a couple of songs that might be overrated. We might have been too, too kind to. And there's some that could have easily been in the top ten. Yeah. Um. So, should we, should we start the ranking then? Please. Um. So today we are ranking from number 20 to 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is song number 20. Uh, so that's Sweden, um, the Mummers, with the song Move. The Mummies. The, the Mummers, yeah. Um, I was going to say it's impossible not to like this, but I think you actually don't like it, do you? Yeah, um, it might be an unpopular opinion, but I don't like the Mummers. But I think you are in the minority. Uh, yeah, and don't get me wrong, whenever I see it live, like, I, I, like, I like it. You, you get their, the joy. Their, their charisma and like the shoulder shake is really good. Yeah. And like I get swept along like, okay, actually this is quite good. Yeah. But I think when it first comes I'm like, oh, the mum is in that skip. Is it because of Doctor? That probably has a lot to do with it, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, not over, yeah. And we'll never be over Doctor. But also, it's just too happy. Like I need a bit of darkness, I need a bit of like shade, I need a little bit of like edge to it. And it's just too like one level happiness i do agree um this is one of the songs that i'm never going to go and search for but i get very happy when it comes up still it's not it's not the type of music i choose to listen to but i can recognize that it works and i i enjoy the three minutes that it gives me yeah i think like that's why it's pitched here because this is like the good tier, mm-hmm. and it's definitely you cannot deny that this is a good song. Definitely, like well written, well produced, well performed. Yes, very likable, but just not for me, unfortunately. Well, there you go. Um, and like it's very much a male fest. Like a lot of people say, like it's different to the male fest. I was like, literally about to say that. Like females, a female group, and females of color. Yeah, and it has like something that like we would never have thought of. I think what happened, I think what makes it different is that this actually has charisma. Like... It has, like, soul. Yes. They transmit something. It's not a produced feeling, what they transmit. They actually transmit a genuine feeling, if that makes sense. I mean, and, like, that's... like, And that's all on them. Yes, exactly. I was looking at the songwriters. So there's uh, Herman Gestu, who wrote Stones by Zibs. Oh, great. Well, co-wrote with Laurel Barker. Yeah. Um, there's also uh, Melanie Weber, who wrote Love Is Forever. Mm-hmm. One of your favourite songs. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And there's uh, Patrick Jong, who was, well, I, I think he was a writer, but he was definitely a backing singer for Chingis. Okay. So, yeah, like, the... <sighs> the song itself, it, it's not... It's I mean, not it's not it's bad, not but it's, yeah. yeah. But they really make it up. A lot of character, a lot of charisma, yeah. Yeah. All about the mummers. Like the mummers. All about the, it's the mummers. The, the Swedish mummers. Yeah. I like. Yeah. Yeah. The two Swedish mummers. Yeah, yeah. They're my favourite mummers. Yeah, I agree. Um, and like I so said, the mummers, I'm sure you're all aware, uh, represented Sweden last year as well. Yeah. Um, as backing singers for John Lundvik. Mm-hmm. And they were the best thing about the performance. Yes. Because like John Lundvik is... Like, I, I, when we watched the final of Melfest and he, like, awarded them the trophy, I was like, oh, I really hate that man. Like, I can't stand him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we really don't like him, especially you. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, like, they were the best thing of that. Like, I was ha- 
I was not happy for them to win. I can't. I can't say those words. I was not yeah. Happy. But don't I, lie. <laughs> I don't hold it against them. I it's guess. not. It's knocking like, on them. Yeah, it's true. Like I can't blame for. Yeah. People did. Um, I mean, the sad news about this was that the mums are not returning. Yeah. Um, because Melfest is a big beast. Mm-hmm. It's one of the big boys in national selections, and it's like an established thing and a money spinner for the broadcaster. Yes. So they are going to keep with the format. Yeah. Uh, and the mums are not going to compete again. Which and is really sad because they deserve to. Yes, like they could have a director final. Yeah. But uh, exceptional times call for exception, ex- exceptional measures. Yes. But ain't gonna happen. Sorry, mamas. Bye. Um, and like this, we like, oh, Sweden's cancelled, the Nordics are cancelled. But I'm sure by next we will. March, we'll all be there watching it again. Yes. Like, standing every time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and the other question that I like to ask is what do you prefer, this or last year's entry? Definitely this. Yeah, I don't think, I, you could probably guess that. Yeah, like, no doubt. Yeah. Okay, that is Sweden. Mm-hmm. Okay, so shall we move on? Yes. To song number 19. So that is the United Kingdom, uh, James Newman with My Last Breath. We have to come clear here and be honest with ourselves and the people listening. We've probably been quite generous with our countries. Yes. Um, I think some people might be surprised to see both the UK and Spain. Featuring in yeah, uh-huh, the uh-huh. part of the draw. Yeah. Maybe you could say they're not worthy. They're not deserving, and maybe you are right, but they've, they've got a place in our hearts. I think especially because it's like a year when both broadcasters actually tried. Yes, exactly. Like like big brownie points. Like. Correct. It's just like, oh, we see you. We see what you're trying, and you're not there yet, but... But most of they're not bad songs. Absolutely like, they're not. not. They're not bad songs at all. Um, I mean, this has got quite an impressive songwriting list to it. So it's part written by James himself. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Ed Druitt, who is like a Grammy Award winning songwriter in the UK. He's written sort of Little Mix, The Wanted, One Direction. Uh huh. Um, there's also Ian James. He wrote Running Scared for Ellen Nicky, Azerbaijan 2011. So he's a winner. Yeah. Um, and also. Um, a weak winner. Well, yeah. But a winner nonetheless. Um, Adam Arcale, who wrote, not quite successfully, but a lot of British acts, uh, mainly Mel C, the the former Spice. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, it has, it's well written, it's well produced. Yes. Um, This is the first year that the UK uh, Eurovision, British Eurovision has been in conjunction with BMI Records. Uh Uh-huh. Um... Which I mean, is a three-year partnership, I think. It is a three-year partnership. So we'll see how that progresses. Yes. Um, I think there's a lot of expectation around this because, like, okay, they're taking it seriously. They've got a record company. Who are they going to bring? Are they going to bring a big name? Yeah. And, like, we covered at the time that a lot of people thought it was going to be John Newman. Which is his brother. It turned out to be the brother. The less successful brother. Definitely. But to be honest, like, is the successful brother a big name not really not no. so does it really matter i don't think so and it's not really about the name is it it's about the song yeah oh totally so money tyler make, well yeah um that wouldn't make too much of a difference now i guess talk about the song this is like especially for you this is a song that used to come on and you didn't you couldn't recognize it it's taken me a very long time to recognize it yeah i think until it gets into the deep sea divers it's and like now i know this? now i'm I'm most of the time I know. Yeah, but it's not like a song that grabs you, like, okay, this is... Yes, this it yeah. doesn't have anything that makes it stand out. And in that regard, it's kind of similar to what the BBC has done previously with, like, Michael Rice last year. Yes. The same kind of feel of song. like 100%. This is a much better version of it, though. Yes. Um, I guess we can answer that question right now, that we prefer this to... We do. Bigger Than Us. Yeah. 
purely because I hate John Ludwig. But that aside. Uh, Anna, sorry, I, I didn't particularly like Begin the Last, and I don't think the life was particularly good. Of course, we haven't seen the life of these, but still. I mean, yeah, there could be question marks over the life performance, because... He is quite, he can either be quite good or quite bad. Yes, from the few, like, performances I've seen of him singing live, like, hit and miss. Yeah. Is the word I would use. Um, at this moment in time, I don't know if he is returning. I don't think I don't believe he's confirmed. No, it's, it's kind of yeah. I mean, this whole time it's been very secretive. Like the UK was one of the most secretive countries when it came to like. Yeah, the UK like, is in no rush. Everyone else was leaking. Everyone else kind of knew stuff, and they kept it close to their chest until like the last day. Yeah. So they're probably and like they announced their partnership with BMI quite early on, and then there was silence for about six months. Yeah. Until they like came back and like put an advert on the TV that they were going to make an announcement. About so an announcement. I wouldn't be surprised if they were silent again for a long period and we don't hear anything about it. Yeah. I'm sure with everything that's going on, Eurovision is on the back burner for the BBC. Uh-huh. So, we'll, we'll wait and find out, I guess. We will. But a really respectable entry for the UK. Probably the best since, well, definitely since Lucy Jones. Yes. Um, and one of the best of the last ten years. Yes. So, uh, promising signs. Yeah. And, we and I wouldn't be mad if he's back. No, yes. So you are. Maybe, uh, yeah, back with maybe a, a bit more of an exciting song. Yes, definitely. Learning the lesson. This was a great first step, but we're expecting more now. And, like, you don't get anywhere by being middle of the road and forgettable. Like, yes. Like, that's a short way to finish at the bottom. Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, generally good. Okay, um, we'll move on then, shall we, to song number 18. So that's Norway, um, the singer is Ulrika, and the song is Attention. I am shook. I, I mean, I haven't touched my points, haven't seen my points in quite a while, but I don't believe this song is high at all in my points. Mm-hmm. This must be really high on yours. This, yeah, this is one that's finished like in the middle of our two points. Like yours was low, mine was high, so it's finished here. Tell me about the you and you, this song. Okay, I'll tell you about it. So, oh I, I, I love a ballad. I like a big ballad. Like, okay. As long as it's like, like, Que de Take On Me Go. Something with like, big feelings. Not just like a bland, like Laurel Barker written ballad. Yeah, like yeah. Something good. Um, and yes, I had to go on a journey because I loved Rain Alexander and the whole mess of the, the telly vote in in Norway and like the bad taste that I left made me like like oh a week I hate you but then <laughs> I managed to like get over that and then I gave it another chance and I listened to it and I realised that it was actually really good um also I am a sucker for Moreland you and, are uh, Moreland um who represented Norway in 2015 with a monster like me uh was one of the main songwriters for this song along mm-hmm. with Ulrika herself and Christian Ingridsen who <laughs> Uh, Christian Ingebrigtsen. I sorry, I'm making a horrible Ingebrigtsen. I think I think you're right. That's as close as I'm gonna get it. He is basically a staple songwriter for Norway pre-selection. He did a lot in the late noughties, and then like from 20, 2008 to 2012, he wrote a lot of songs. And then he came back the last few years as well and has been writing for them as well. Um. Oh, he yeah, he was the main man of A One. There you go. Yeah, um, so it's yes, and I can see why you don't like it because it can be described as a basic ballad. With, yes, like not your kind of up your street at all. Not at all. Um, and it's kind of like the golden waterfall backing, which I yeah, like makes me cringe whenever I see it. Yeah, I mean, this one of all the like shouty ballads, this for me is called the highest. I'm not going to deny that. I probably would have gotten points 
more points for me live because she is fantastic live and I can see how with the right staging I could feel the emotion and probably I would have gotten there but this is just never going to be off my top like the first time I heard it I really disliked it until I saw her sing it live I was like actually no it's quite moving live yeah um, and it, like I said it's grown on me I'm a it really has yeah there you go yeah. You love um, it? I do. Yeah, and I do. Like, this is a bit of like, ooh, very like, um, she, and like, she points, like, when she says you, she points. And you I like kind of, that? I kind of like that as well. Oh, she's quite squinty, though. She What's does this, like, like, with her eyes like that. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, she squints when she sings, yeah. and that's a bit distracting. But surely you can get over it with her vocals. Yes. Yeah, I, man- I managed to, yeah. Yeah. But she's like really talented as well. She really is. Like she has so much range. Mm-hmm. From what I've seen, she likes like pop, ballads, like Latin flavour. Oh, wow. She, she, yeah, she can do lots of things. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, she's not coming back. She is not coming back. No, she was offered a final place. Straight again, to the final. Like she had this year. So yeah. Not really anything different. Yeah. But I don't think she wanted to go through it again. Yeah, fair enough. Because of, yeah. Um, Why would you? Yeah. Um, as much as I do like this song, you can probably guess the answer to the question of what do I prefer, this or last year? I feel the spirit in the sky. Uh, yes, of course, Kino is my favorite song of the year, so there's no competition there. Yeah. Like, it was like, for, like this was kind of like a lot of my song, a lot of the countries that were in my top last year, like, were out. Uh huh. Last year we were in out of them this year. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. There we go. I guess it happens every year though, probably. It's very rare yeah, that you have the same country up there. Apart from maybe Iceland. Maybe. Well, yeah. yeah. We will see. Okay. We'll move on. I think, yeah, nothing much more to say about this song. Like, it's good, but a bit plain. It's a little bit bland. It's a fun favourite. Yeah. People love it. Yeah. Uh, not me. Okay, there we go. Right, well, we'll move on then. So we're up to song number 17. Australia, uh, Montaigne with Don't Break Me. I have mixed feelings for this song, actually. I think this song is, when it came, I felt stronger about it. And as the time has gone by, I cannot change, not completely change my mind, but definitely doubt my own first reaction. Um... I really like the song and there is something about her that I really like but her vocals are just on the edge. I'll tell you the journey I had with the song. So when the first when the songs were released for the pre-selection like it was a song that lots of people liked instantly and I was not that hot on it there's other songs I liked more but then as it built up to the day like actually started really liking it and it became my standout favorite song I was like determined for it to win. But then the live performance, like, yeah, her vocals were very shaky on the day. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just that she gave a bad performance, but I think that's just how her voice is, is quite like that. Exactly, because even in the recording version, I think it's just her voice is always there on the line. And that actually takes me out of the song yeah, whenever, quite a lot whenever I hear the recorded version I get brought back to the yes. live it's like yes. oh no yes and I actually I might have been one of the few I didn't mind at all the clown, clownery the, yeah. of the staging I can, well it was not perfect I like where it was heading it was like a first draft yes like a demo of a staging and I was happy yeah. with it Um. so overall I'm very positive about it um 
But yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, like when it came in, it was like top 10 for me. I mean, it was one of the first songs, so it was always going to be top 10. Yeah. But it stayed there for a while, but then it did start to slide down, I think. Yeah. It didn't have the staying power. You can not deny it's a good song. I don't. <laughs> no, you, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. it's, it's a good song. It's... Um, yeah, it's, it's written by DNA Songs, who uh-huh. have got a long history of writing songs for Australia and Eurovision. Mm-hmm. Um, so they wrote Sound of Silence. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wrote uh, Don't Come Easy Ooh. and also We Got Love so most of them <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah um, and uh, Montaigne has been confirmed that she's coming she's back coming next back. year so there was question marks because Dami Im had said that she wanted to come back next year yeah but I think the whole, the whole situation threw up yeah um, so Australia have had a national final since you know um but they have taken the decision not to do the same again. So unlike the Nordics or the Baltics that have opted for to keeping their national finals, Australia have internally selected. Yes. Uh, which I think is pleasant. It is very pleasant, actually. I think it's good when you see the broadcaster believing on the artist. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's not like you just happen to win. Exactly. But we have to get rid of you. Exactly. Like you won this time, but oh well. Yeah. yeah we don't really no, care. no one. Yeah. 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 Uh, Santa, I was 100% ready to say bye to her forever and welcome back, I mean. Well, yes. But hey, we'll I mean, have to wait a little 20, longer. 2022. Yeah. yeah if we get there. <laughs> okay. Um, this is a song. There's been lots, quite a few songs like that this year, which of the theme of like in a relationship that's not really working and like uh-huh. almost as if it's like a losing game. Oh wow! I see what you're doing there. Yeah, because people say like every year you get a copy. I don't think there's been a direct copy in terms of style, uh-huh. but definitely that kind of feeling, feeling has been. That's what a lot of people have gone after. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what did you prefer? Do you prefer Don't Break Me or did you prefer Zero Gravity? I have to say this it's controversial even for my own soul but I do prefer Zero Gravity um, just I think okay I think if we're only comparing the songs I do prefer Don't Break Me mm-hmm. but I cannot I mean, we saw the finished product. Yes, and it was gravity. so good. It was not on my top. It was not of my favourites. But it was so fantastic that I have to honour that. I have to give it to Kate. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm probably the same. Like, it's close. I think it's really close. As song goes, I do prefer Don't Break Me. Yes. But, but as a finished I guess it's unfair. It's like comparing that to Because you've got one that was fully realised to this which was just yeah yeah okay but we look forward to seeing her again next year yes, and see absolutely. what she comes back with because yeah. I mean if she's carrying with the same writing team I'm sure it'll be a good product yes okay so we come up to song number 16 the Czech Republic uh, Benny Cristo with Kamama I have a question for you I don't know if you can answer okay what we just heard yes is that the very final one that is the final yes final Africa remix there you go yeah uh, I mean Kamama is the song of a thousand remixes oh my goodness I yeah. get lost um and I think the first one was best um and we did this um ranking when there was only the first one. True. Um, could have gone lower. Well, know. I think that I think this ranking was done after the after first, the f- first yes. revamp, which then made it a lot lower. Yes, actually, you are correct. Uh, listen, people are not big fans of Kimama, but I'm here to tell you, this is a banger. Yeah, I, wait. To be honest, it's a song that 
if it comes on, I usually skip it. But then if How? I don't skip it, I really like appreciate it. It's like I'm so glad I didn't skip. No, just like sometimes like oh no come on no no, and then it's like if I listen to it, it's like actually no this is a banger this is great I really like this song I really enjoy hearing it. There you go. No, my journey with Kimama is more like it comes up and then ne- I hardly ever skip it. I'm like oh yeah Kimama I like this, and then halfway through I'm like this is just great people why are we not like talking about this more. Because it really is a banger. It really is, yeah. And like his live performance that he did at Big Beer in Ukraine, like that was. It was fantastic. That was great. Like he was like he brought it to life. Yeah. Really good, yeah, really good live performer. I think this could have been really good on the stage. Um and like, the first revamp they laid the they layered like more instruments over the top. And especially the guitar was quite unsettling. It was so loud and so dominant that it was just like completely like ruined the song. It was like so many different songs that they didn't kind of match together. I mean, that is a part of like Afrobeat, like layering of sound of different rhythms and different together yes, to make then... an overall thing, but they generally work, whereas this didn't quite sit together. Yes. Um, but in the final, actually, I do actually quite like the final version. Because it still has a guitar, it has the drums, but they're less, like, it's more balanced out, and it works. It's not as distracting, and actually, the, as the song builds, it gets a bit where the drums come in, and it's actually like, yeah, I'm like, I can't help but dance to it. Yeah, I, I like it as well. I must admit, I do prefer the very first one better, but I really like this one. Better than the middle I one. I think the original was quite an easy song. Yes. Like, it was an easy, like, bop. Yes. And then the middle one was a complete mess. And then this one is like somewhere in the middle of a mess. And uh-huh. A uh-huh. But I think it's my favourite. There you are. Because it has the most texture to it. Yeah. Maybe I just have to hear it more. Yeah. Maybe I'm not familiar enough yet. Um, We don't know if Benny's coming back. We don't know. I, I don't know, yeah. I wouldn't have thought. Because they had... The... People really have not liked Mama at all. No. Don't know why. I don't know the reason. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, this year they had their online mm-hmm. national final, so I don't know if they'll return to that so next year. Clearly, or... people voted for it, so I don't well, know. Yeah, I think. Well, yes, probably. I mean, it was like killing the streaming in the Czech Republic. Yeah. Like I think, the people who don't like it are kind of like Europe. Europe. I was about to say Europe. But the actual like the public in the Czech Republic. Liked it. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So I would like to. See, I would like to see Benny back. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um. Now, what do you prefer? Did you prefer Kamama or do you prefer friend of a friend? I actually prefer Kamama. Me too. Oh wow! Oh, friend of a friend is a song that I I had a real journey with. Me too. Because when it first came out, I was like, "Is this a joke?" <laughs> It was, yeah, like the first initial video that they made for their national selection was like him in his flat on the, like a handheld camera. Yes. And then like it had the whole like... I think it was intentional, intentional you know. Well, no, I, I don't know. Well, what I think happened is that they had very low budget to make uh-huh. their videos for because before they got to the main show, they made like yeah. a promo video that yeah. they made themselves. But I think it was just added to the weirdness of the lyrics and yes. the delivery of the song. Yes. Um, and then it wasn't it wasn't really until seeing it live that I really liked it. I think, Me too. Yeah, seeing it live, I really got into it. I think it. it wasn't until rehearsals that it kind of like, I was like, oh, okay, this is what this is about. They came with like, yeah, a design, a, 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 an idea, a concept. Yeah. It clearly didn't work because people didn't like it. No, I mean it did well with the juries. Yeah. But I guess. It's still creepy. It's still a bit creepy. I guess yeah, Albert. Yeah, <laughs> he could be a bit creepy. Yeah, but we love him though. We do. Okay, so that was song, sixteen. Um, we're getting quite close to yeah. This is the the big boys. How now. exciting! Okay, so. Um, we're up to song number 15.
Uh, so that's Malta, uh, Destiny with All of My Love. This is one of those songs that it makes me literally sad that I couldn't get into my points. Yes. Uh, I can see how if Eurovision would have gone ahead, maybe in rehearsals it could have gone, could have actually gotten into my points because I really like it and I really, really like Destiny. And the whole product just works. And I think it works because of her. Yeah, she has got amazing vocals. Yes. Um, she yeah. looks stunning in the video. Absolutely gorgeous. Yes. Not like that matters, but there we go. It was good. Well, like it was well, well done. I think. Yes. I think my main problem with this song is that it's not on Spotify, and so I haven't heard it enough. Yes, you're right. You are absolutely right. Which I just don't get. As soon this was not the last song because the last song was Russia, but this was like the third to last song to be released. Uh, so we had to wait for a quite a long time. So by the time that Eurovision got cancelled, this was still f- quite fresh for us. And then as soon as it got cancelled, they decided to don't put it in Spotify, to don't do anything with the song and just throw it on the trash. And I just don't get it because this is a good product. The song itself is quite decent. Destiny is amazing. And once you put those two things together, this is a really fantastic product. And it's actually quite radio friendly. Yeah. And this could have been a jury winner. I think. Absolutely. Like and do well with yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. This could have, this could have been a contender. Oh, oh yes. Um, like, yeah, Destiny's great. The song's great. And like the songwriting team's great. Um, I think we should talk about the songwriters. Okay. Uh, the first up is Borislav Milanov. Of course, a magic name. Who is probably the best Eurovision songwriter. One of the best. I would say. Um, so let's just go through his catalogue. So he wrote both Na Inat and If Love Was a Crime for Pauline Genova. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote Dance Alone and Manga. Beautiful Mess. There you go. Uh, Bones. So he is Bulgarian and yes. he's written most of Bulgaria's um, acts of the last, well, their participation in the last decade. Uh, he wrote Chameleon for Michaela last year, also for Malta. Yeah. Um, uh, Nobody But You, another jury winner. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. Um, uh, Caesar Samson. For Caesar Samson, Austria. yeah. Um, yeah, he's also written some of the best songs this year as well. Yes, we will, we will talk about him. Uh, he was also very angry about the fact that the songs were not being allowed to participate next yes. year. Um, because he's probably, yeah, he had a, a song that was potentially a winner, if not two songs that were potentially yeah. winners. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he was angry rightly for... Rightly, rightly so, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. It was not unjustified. Correct. Because I think, I don't know if we've had this discussion on the podcast or just on a real life, but um, there was a bit of a debate of like, why is the most important? The art, it, was, it was like a bit like, oh, the songs are not important. It's all about the artists. And it's, no, it's not about the artists. It's about the song. It's about a combination of both things. But the song is certainly important. Like, how many people have won? There is, there is these two things. People have won with songs that I think anyone could have sung. Mm-hmm. And then we've forgotten about these people and who cares about them. Mm-hmm. And also, there is people that have won or have done really well with songs that they, they, they've made the songs themselves. Uh, Fuego, for example. Fuego was that entirely Lenny. Yes. Uh, so it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a mix of the two, but you just cannot disregard the song. True. The song is big. I guess it's a sticky wicket because it's like, I can understand both sides of the argument of why you would want to keep the songs and why you wouldn't want to keep the songs. And it does leave a bad taste of having to lose these songs. Yes. But I'm not like, oh, they should all be allowed to keep the songs because if some countries don't keep the songs, then you've got a weird situation where you've got returning songs versus new songs and it's kind of like, it's not a level playing field. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. That could potentially be a whole mess. So yeah. That's yeah, probably yeah, yeah, why yeah. they just took the decision. To yes. Do it. I mean, they did it in like a really like rough way. And Much like the cancellation. Like they cancelled like, it's cancelled. 
no new songs and it was no it was very like sternly and like abruptly put I feel like we could talk about this in every episode for the rest of our lives we probably will <laughs> okay so the other main songwriter is Joachim Persson who um, has written with Borislav before um, he also has worked uh, with Bjorn Ulibas. Mm. Um, he also wrote songs for some mainstream artists, um, Lady Gaga. There you go. The Jonas Brothers, Miley Cyrus, Ashley Tisdale, Tokyo Hotel. But it's all about Gaga. And yeah, he's, no he's like Disney, Gaga. Disney people. Disney. Yeah. There we go. Ah, so yeah, this song is really good. Could have done really well, but why is it not on Spotify? That's the main question. Because they literally threw yeah. the whole thing Yeah, so away. yeah, I guess we talked to the question like, she's not returning? We, nothing is officially But it seems like she's yet. not returning. Is it that... seems like she's not. At How first, At first, I think they were like, oh yeah, I'm returning. And it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We've got X Factor next year to think about. It, just, it blows my mind. It, she is an Eurovision Junior winner. She is an amazing talent. This song came up. And let's be real, this is Malta, Malta, this is not Sweden. And it was straight up in the, in the betting odds. All because of her. The Euro fans love her. Uh, you, why would you throw this artist away? I just don't get it. What is in their heads? Probably, well, I guess for lots of these countries, it's financial. Because for the broadcaster... Make a you, single for the winner of the X Factor. Do, 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 do the broadcasters care about the opinions of Eurofans or do they care about making money from a very popular show in their own country? Well, as I said many times, Lucas Serha, like Eurofans put him through. What I'm trying to say is, is something, yes, it's not a decisive factor, but it's something to take into consideration. And also, she's won before, she could do it again. She could. And she is extremely talented. True. And she has turned this song around. Like, everything, literally, there is no one single negative going on for her. It's all plus, 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 plus. True. This was a song as well that was originally offered in Croatia, which mm. was rejected. <laughs> but then you could say, would this song be a good song by anybody else? Or is it Destiny that makes the song? I think this song could be quite bland. With someone else. Yes. I think she is so much about herself as a song. And it's not about a song at all. But I think she really elevates it. She does. Yeah, this could have done... This could be special. Yeah, but hey. Malta, okay. wake up. Uh, shall, we, shall we move on then? We haven't said what do we prefer. <gasps> True. Um, so what do you prefer? Of course, Destiny. Destiny, yeah, I think that's it. Like, Chameleon was a song that's really good in the video. It was. And then the live was not quite... I feel like Chameleon was like... Look, an example. I think it just was not suited for her. Yes. Yeah, it was not. Like, was she looked it... very awkward. Michaela. Michaela was, again, really talented young lady. But I just think that it was not her song. There you go. Okay, so we'll move on to song number 14. So that, of course, is Spain. Uh, Blas Canto is uh, universal. I can picture that people in their houses, like, pulling their hair. It's like, how can this be on top of this and this and that? Well, I would say to those people, like, one of us is a, a Spanish Euro fan. You're lucky that this didn't finish top. I mean, I don't know if you've heard this is one Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, let me just justify. Let me just do my rant. Number one, 
I'm a Spanish Euro fan. You know who we are. You know how we are. <laughs> Number two. I just... I like it. I don't know if it's because it came very early on and I had a lot of time with it. Uh, or it's song. Loves his song. He sings it. Um, so then we we listen to it a lot. I don't know. I just... I like it. It shouldn't be here. Let's be honest here. It shouldn't be here. But it is. Why? Because of me. Because I am... Um... To be fair, I ranked it quite highly as well. Because I think... I always have like a like for Spain. Yeah. And I think, again, it was like, oh, they've tried something here. Like, this was a lot better than what they have been doing. So I felt like, ah, oh, nice. And it's quite a nice song, I think. It's, I it's, like it. Yeah. I probably have really bad taste, but I like it. Um, and, you know, like, Blas is nice. He can sing. Very sweet. I think, like, some of his live performances have been a bit shaky on the high note. But I think the more he did, the better it got. Yes. I think, like, I could see him by the time rehearsals came, like, nailing. Yeah. Nailing it. Um, I don't know if there'd be much of a performance. From what I've seen of his performances, it mostly consists of him kind of, like, spinning around. Yeah, he doesn't know much more. No, he spins around a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So that, he won... Uh, yeah. So he probably can do some sort of performing... Yeah, I'm sure he can sell a performance. Yes. I just don't think it was very realised at that point. Like, the early performances on, like, um, Telecinco. Yeah. Or in the Canaries drag... Show. Carnival. Yeah. yeah. Um, it had, they hadn't had time to put together a concept, which is not something Spain do very well anyway. No. So I guess it was just him, like, alone. The most he had was, like, five backing singers who walked out slowly, while he had to, like, twirl. Uh- Personally, I think he did not need. He no. had a team right before this got cancelled. He had his team that he was taking with him, his backup singers. Mm-hmm. Um, I li- I I like it once again. He's gonna be back. He was literally like, the first artist to be confirmed to be back next year, which is really nice for Televisión Española to really believe in him. Have have faith in him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was he was announced quite early. Yes. And yeah, he's been confirmed quite early as well. Yes. So, yeah. So that's, that's good. I'm, I'm quite interested to see. I'm never going... I don't think anything he does next year is ever going to be mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to believe that I'm going to be harsher with him next year. So another mid-of-the-road mediocre thing. I probably will not put it as high. But you never know. I I'm think a Spanish after all. I, I might do it again. I think we were surprised because... Hearing his music, it was quite bland and boring. Yes. And this was, n- like, more exciting than what he usually does, I think. To be honest, I remember when this song came up, it was the day that we were riding a car. Yes. And I remember you were doing, like, all oh, the dealing with it, and I was in... Uh, on new car? Or in the old car? I was in, in the, the old, old car. Yeah. And I was waiting, and I heard it. I was like, ugh, this is exactly what I was expecting. That mid-tempo, boring thing that doesn't grab me. Like, it's fine. It's really good for his pain, but it's not it. But then more I listened to it. Like, I found myself singing, singing it without realising that I was doing it and seeking that sound, and I just got sucked into it. There you go. I like it, what can yeah. I say? I said that um, like three times. So the right it has a writing team behind it. Oh, there you go. Uh, the most um, prestigious, I guess, is Ashley Hicklin. Uh, he wrote "Me and My Guitar," <laughs> uh, Belgium, twenty ten. Uh-huh. Uh Run with the Lions by Julius last year. Mother by Axel. Mm-hmm. And he's also worked with um, Eurovision acts outside of Eurovision. So he's written for Melvin. Uh-huh. He's written for Waylon. Yes. He's also written with uh, Tiesto. Amazing. So yeah, he's uh, got an established career. I mean, nothing's particularly Nothing. amazing, but yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Which is probably why the song is not amazing. Yeah. But it's likable. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um. So yeah, he's coming back. Uh, what did you prefer? Do you prefer Universal or are you a Lavender? I do prefer Universal. Nothing against Lavender, against Lavender, but I prefer Universal. I think I would probably side with. Universal as well 
But I do get very happy when I hear Lavender. Yeah. It's a good, like, party song. And I think in both songs, like, I love Mickey and I love Blast. Like, they're very nice chaps. Yeah. yeah how can you not love them? They're so go. sweet. They are sweeties. Okay. Um, we are up to song number 13. Ah, so this is Latvia. Samantha Tino is still breathing. Please let me tell you. Once again, we did this a very long time ago. Number one, we did that a very long time ago. Number two, you are the one that has that has worked out the ranking. Yeah. Uh, with combined points of the two of us, so I actually don't fully know, uh, this ranking. I'm kind of like going through it as. At it's the fresh. Same time. It's quite yes. fresh to you. Yeah. I had completely forgotten about Samantha Tina. And as this song just came up, I was like, shit. Like, I'm Shukalino here. Like, this is really high. Don't get me wrong, she deserves it. She deserves the fantasy. I buy into the fantasy. I live in the fantasy. But, wow. Um, probably because it's in my top ten. That might be the influence. She's in your points. She's in my points, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I, 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 had a, I had a journey with Samantha. Oh, you really have? Yeah. Because at first, like, when I first heard the songs, I could see that it was one that everyone liked. I was like, okay, it's all right. But then I listened to it and was like, oh, no, this is horrendous. Um, and then it won. I was like, okay. And then after seeing, like, her performance in the final, especially her performance in Lithuania, like, it's like, oh, my God, okay, I get this now. This is... And also all the, all the all the edits and the memes and the videos <laughs> like bombarded for like a week with them. I think it seeped into my brain until I realised that Samantha Tina is amazing and she she's, deserves everything. Yeah, she's the one and only. Oh, she's amazing. No she's one like she's so good. Like she's so much character and she's just like an amazing. She she has to come next year. Yes, she has. She we, has to come. We've said this in every single episode uh, ever since Eurovision got cancelled. They have to give her a night for herself. She has to sing three, four, five songs and then people pick. And we just need hours worth of Samantha Tina. Hours. Make it a whole weekend. Make it a month. Whatever. Yeah. Let's give it to her. Uh, this song was co-written by Aminata um, of Love Injected yep, fame. Yep. Um, and it was quite ahead of its time. With the whole, like, face visors, cleaning gloves, spraying, <laughs> like, a lot of people, if it had gone ahead, people would have assumed it was about coronavirus. Yeah. But it was more about, like, the expectancy of domesticated females and, uh-huh. like, liberation from that. Yep. But it fits very well with coronavirus. Um, it really does. Especially, like, she had an intro on ESC radio where she'd say, like, Hello Europe, are you still breathing? <laughs> and they no. have si- they have since they have since got rid of that intro. Um, I wonder why. But there's also a bit when like after she had won, she was like talking, she was saying like, Oh, like, I'm still breathing and I'm gonna keep on breathing loudly. And I'm I don't know if you have picked it up over the microphone, but I'm quite a heavy breather. Yes, you my, are. My my youngest our youngest is a very heavy breather, so yeah. we can relate to her. We <laughs> we're going we're going to keep breathing very loudly. Uh, Unfortunately, you will. Yeah. Not because I want to see you dead, but because you are annoyed. <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> quite yeah. Especially like or Chow, like you can hear him coming like. <sighs> He doesn't have like breathing problems. They are just very, very heavy breathers. It must be something in the genetics, I assume. It has to be. Okay. Yeah. Still breathing is a hot mess of a song. Absolutely. Let's just say how it is. Like, but there's something magical about it. Yeah. And the bit when it's like, life is music. I am a composer. Like when you hear in studio, it's like it's okay. But then her life before was like this head wiggle. That's when you reach the orgasm. Yeah. When she says that, is that yeah. you're 
touching heaven. And then the like the breakdown comes like this song wouldn't have been out of place in twenty thirteen. Oh no. Amongst like Igranka and It's My Life. Yeah. It has that kind of feel to it. Yeah. Um and then when it has a red and she like she's wearing a tassy dress and she like dances like shaking her hair and her dress and her whole body. Yeah. It's like it's a sight. It's a whole It is. Moment. It is an experience, it's a performance. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's just joyful. Um, see, the other thing I've seen is that she was described as being like Yonida Maliki. Um, in other words, she was called like a middle-aged fag hag. Now, she's 30 years old. I was going to say, like, I have seen someone that she's quite young. <laughs> yeah, like, is 30 considered middle-aged or is this like a teenager? I, 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 I don't know. Do I have people to fight? But <laughs> I don't know. I don't think 30 is middle-aged, let's be real. No. No, it's not. Yeah, good. I was worried. Because <laughs> you're at all. <laughs> well, yeah. I have to start looking after myself because this quarantine, I've put on a lot of weight. Haven't <laughs> we all? I think over the last couple of days, I only just started getting back into exercise and I almost died today. Yes. Um, and our son said today that you should be dead. <laughs> he did because he I, he asked me when Jesus died and I told him when he was 33. He was like, well, you should be dead by now. <laughs> then Jesus died at 33. Yeah, that was one. Okay. So, anyway, we don't know if she's coming back. We pray, we hope. We really hope. Um, and, yeah, this is an easy question. Um, do you prefer Still Breathing or do you prefer That Night by Carousel? Can you even believe that I say That Night? <laughs> no. Still Breathing all the way. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's, yeah, that's joy right there of still breathing. Okay, so we're up to song number 12. So that's Ukraine, the band Go A with their song Solovey. This is just fantastic. Yeah, it really is. It's so hard. To, I, I don't even know how to describe it, how to compare it, how to compare it to anything else. It's just unique, isn't it? I guess, like, it's comparable to a bit like uh, Tulia. Yes, yes. It's the closest thing I would say. It has that kind of like Eastern European Slavic traditional singing. Yeah. Um, the beat actually, like the percussion, reminds me of a bit of the percussion in, um, what's it called, Origo, by Yoshi Papaya. Yeah, it has. It's very Eastern. It's, but like electro alternative, like especially with, they had a revamp and yeah. kind of like added more depth to the sound. Yes. So they turned up the instruments, basically. Yeah. And, it, yeah, it's more mechanical. It definitely works for me, 10 out of 10. Um, yes, especially, like, live. Is yes, really good. Like, she's amazing. She's amazing. She looks evil. She does. She, she's kind of, and she was dressed like an, a dark princess or, like, the evil witch from Willow. That's, I haven't seen Willow as well. That's a reference for the, for the people at home. If you've yeah, seen yeah. Willow and you know who the, the evil witch is, with a headdress and that kind of attire. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's kind of how she looked. Yeah. And they did a dance with like the arms folded yes, from side to side. Really good. And like one of my favourite things in the aftermath of this winning was a video from like the Ukrainian like metro, like subway or underground, if you will, yeah. uh, of like a busker like dancing to this song with a traffic cone on her head. Why not? And that is like, yeah, that's. That's how it is? That's the, the Solovey. That's the Solovey, yeah. <laughs> that's the Solovey. Yeah. There we go. And like strong cult vibes as well. Yes. Like, we had a lot of cults this year. We did. Uh, this might have been. The Church of Solovey was my favourite, I think. Yes. Uh, yeah. And like Ukraine was such a good national selection. Vidbeer was really strong this year. It might have been the strongest one for me. Possibly, like, because it was quite compact as well. Yes. Because some of the other good ones had like lots of people, so there was like 
really like good Like a mixed song. match. Yeah, whereas this was like quite concentrated and really yeah. high quality. I mean, they're going to be around the house for the crap as well. Well, yeah. But they have really, really but good But Ukraine things. has a really good music industry. And yes. like year after year bring goodness. Yeah. I mean, there was also another song, wasn't there? The one that was a bit similar to Solovey, but like a bit more messy. Of like the man who was like a leopard and like... Yes, like yes, 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 like, yes, 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 yes. Which I also quite liked. <laughs> and of course, Call for Love. Which was my favourite, actually. Uh, but I think Solovey was my favourite. Oh, wow. I really like Call for Love, don't get me wrong. But from the first time I heard it, I was like, okay, I lo- I'm interested in this one. Yes, I've always liked Solovey, especially since the moment I saw the life. Um, but I do prefer Call for Love. Okay, that's personal taste, I guess. Correct. But I'm totally cool with it. But, like, yeah. I love it. Solovey look how high it's got. ticks lots of boxes for me. Yeah. And it's a, a sim- song similar to Come On in the respect that sometimes I have to, like, I'm not in the mood for it. Like, oh. Me too. But then whenever I do listen to it, I'm like, actually, no, this is wonderful. I love this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so glad I persevered and listened to it. Yeah, I, I, some, I skipped this one quite a few times. Because it can be quite jarring. You I do guess. have you to have be, to. as you said, you have to be in the mood. It's for... not like a relaxing listen. Like, I'll just light some candles and like lie down to Solovey. Yeah, or I can do this sort of thing and just have this in the background. No, this is going to distract you. 100%, you have to be on it. You'll be there dancing with your arms yes, folded for three yes. minutes. Uh, yeah. Um, and she, when they won, of course, you had that one from it, like she was overcome with emotion. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, Which quite was touching. really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Like at some point I thought she was like going to like open her mouth and like suck everyone's souls out of their bodies. <laughs> that um, would have been amazing. Uh, but on a good note, positive note, they are coming back next year. Which is just amazing. Like who would have said that they were going to ditch the national selection, uh, which I wouldn't surprise me if they do like a selection. Of just for, yeah, yeah go away. Um, but yeah, they've, they trusted the artists so much that they ditched the national selection. I mean, Big Beer is always very messy and has lots of drama. So maybe they're quite happy to skip. <laughs> like the last few years, there's been a bit of drama. It has, actually. You're right. So maybe they're just like quite happy to get like patriotic Ukrainian people uh-huh. who are going to be unproblematic. Uh-huh. They've agreed to never even mention Russia again for the rest of their lives. They're not even thinking about Russia. They, 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 yeah, doesn't, they don't recognise it as yeah, an yeah. entity. Yeah. I don't know, they've never heard so, it. So therefore they're quite happy, they're, they've been allowed to return. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the last question then would be, uh, what do you prefer, Solovey or um, Siren Song? Solovey. Yes, me too. I think, I don't know, I really like We Bang really Siren like Siren Song. But the live... He is... was not good people. Honestly, Siren Song was fantastic. But we have to be real and watch that video. And while it visually was very grabbing, her vocals were not good. And I've seen her singing many times after that. And her vocals are she's never on point. She's not really a singer, is she? No, she let's, really let's is be not. Fair. She's not. No. Uh, not at all. Okay. So, um, yeah, like this is another song for me that I would have loved to have had in the top. Yeah. But I think the fact that I do skip it... Is, yeah. Like, for me, the top ten, like, never skips. Like, every time they're on, that's it, I'm listening. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's a song that I like, oh, sometimes I'm not in the mood, and that stops it from getting points. Yeah, I feel I the think. same way. But I do really love this song. Okay, so we've made it to the end. So this is the last song in the ranking for today. Um, this is song number 11. Of course, that is The Netherlands with Jean-Guy McCroy and the song Grow. I'm actually quite happy because this song is in my points. Uh, I didn't think I was going to be able to fit it, but I did. And that makes me so happy because I think it, it deserves it. This is just absolutely fantastic. This is quality. 
Yes, this is a really good song. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't have much more to say about it. I think we've covered it before. Um, it's really like it has a kind of like um, aging reflective quality to it, like um, the Frank Sinatra song. My Way? My Way, that's the one. Yeah, it has a kind okay. of My Way or like if you want an obscure reference, um, Undone by Peter Hamill. Okay. There we go. But that kind of like looking back on your life and reflecting of like what you've done, what you've achieved, what you don't know, like what you haven't done. Yeah. Yeah. What's left to come? Don't know. Uh, yes. It, it's just, just, it's just classy, isn't it? Yes. This is. And it's really like, it's really good. I like singing it. It's a good like shower song. Much like last year I had Home and Scream were my shower songs. This year I think Grow is definitely one of my shower songs. Yeah. And Fire More is my other one, if you are interested. Oh, I've, I've lived through that and it's one experience. You showering and singing Fire More is, honestly... There we go. I think the whole neighbourhood has experienced that. It's like, like, if you want to know what it was like to be in Italy a couple of weeks ago, I can provide that for you. In Italy? You mean in hell? Because <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're... A... I don't even want to say. Um, we love you, Italy. Um... But yeah, I think this is just fantastic. And it's an example of a country that they literally, they're the winners. And they've come, I, I mean, let's be, let's be honest. We will all be shaken if this were to win. Yes. Um, no, because that's the survey. It just doesn't tick all the Eurovision boxes. But this is something to be proud of. And this is a class act, 100%. And lots of times, once our broadcaster wins, they don't care so much for the next year's song. But this is just great. Yeah. I, I think. I think, yes. It just missed out on my points, which I was kind of sad, which I think is why it's, like, overall missed out with yeah. this ranking. But, like, I would have been happy to put this in there. I just don't know what I would replace it for of my tops. Yeah. And there's the problem. Like, I really Samantha like Tina? it. Samantha Tina? Samantha <laughs> Tina? Don't, don't even joke about Samantha. Um, yeah, I really like it. It's really good. It's quality. It's great. He's good. He's coming back. Yes. Um, again, like, the Dutch were very quick to say, like, yeah, no, Jongo's our man. That's, which is so good, because I do believe that he's able to put another good song fantastic like, he, song. He wrote this song himself. Yes, exactly. I'm sure he's a, he's a songwriter. He's a great singer. He will... To deliver something equally as good next year if not better yeah. i've got full face yes me too so really looking forward to that i think we should really mention again that he's what 26 26 yeah he's 26 oh, there you go he's had a long long life to look back on god he has uh, he's almost middle-aged to be fair <laughs> um and the can, I, can, I, can, I, can i make a confession yeah i prefer this to arcade can I, make a, can I make a confession? You've told me this many times before, bitch. <laughs> because you love rubbing it in. That everything is better than arcade. Because arcade is my song. Well, whatevs. It won, right? There you go. That's your kind of ballad. <laughs> that is, yes. Yeah. Okay. I obviously prefer arcade. You do, yes. Okay, so that brings us to the end of this segment of ranking. Yeah. So next week we'll be we'll have the top ten. Exciting! How exciting! Yeah, very exciting. I mean, you are able to work out what songs are gonna be there. I, th- the people listening at home, um, but I think we should review your ranking and see if the top ten still stands up. Yeah, because we haven't given much. Um, we haven't really care how. The rest of the songs have come up. We just wanted them in segments. Yes. Um. It was not so important who came on top of who. But obviously, once it comes to the top 10, we really have to get it right. Nail it down. And I think um, maybe your feelings have changed a little bit. Or maybe we should just We'll have go to see how we think about things. You love saying that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I think... The future is a little uncertain as to what we're going to do. The future uncertain about Eurovision. 
um, there are multiple broadcasters doing different things in its place. Yes, some of them very exciting, exciting. Some of them not. So yeah, the BBC announced quite quickly that they were doing their own show. Yeah. Then the Dutch broadcasters that would have put on the main Eurovision show are doing uh, Europe Shine a Light. Yes. Which, which is, is like what? a celebration of the songs of this year, but without a competitive edge. And also all 41 acts have been invited to come and sing uh, Love Shine a Light. Yes. Yeah. Which, just one question. Are the songs from this year at any point involved in the BBC thing? I don't think so. I think that's the BBC thing is more like a history of like the greatest moments yeah. narrated by Graham Norton. That's bullshit. Yeah, I would much rather... They put I think... that on BBC two or three anyway. Well, yeah. And like in the week Normal, of your vision, yeah. they tend to do like a show like that anyway true anyway we probably will be missing that one because we'll, we were we'll be just watching, upset we'll be watching we'll be shining a light yeah Sweden is actually um, Sweden are doing SVT are doing their own thing of course they are They're doing, and they're doing a competition they're going to find out how their points would have gone because they have to be Swedish yeah Spain won <laughs> new slide <laughs> just, just let you know there yeah yep okay um, I think once we finish this ranking as well, we'll probably be looking at some of the other songs from this year that didn't win yes. their national finals. Yes. To say what our favourites were. And beyond that, who knows? The future's open. We're planning something special for Eurovision week. But we don't know what it is, so it might not be all that special. So that, yeah, well, yeah. As we'll... special as we can manage. So okay. you're going to be off. Yeah. Because you took the week off for Eurovision. I did. Uh, but obviously there is no Eurovision. So we'll be doing rewatching. Yeah. Um, and okay. crying. And crying, yeah. Right. Um, I mean, in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. You can give us a five-star review in whatever podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts. Yes. Yeah. Um, it helps other people to find us. And you can subscribe so you make sure that you never miss an episode. Yep, because occasionally we we try to do it on the reg, but sometimes we don't. Sometimes it's harder. Sometimes Life you have to, gets you have, in the way. You have to finish Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, email us if you'd like to. Any questions? Anything you'd like to say to any us? Any suggestions? We yeah, we'd greatly appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and I think all that else is left to say is love, love. Peace, peace. And see you soon.